Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Right, so. Hiya, pal. New year, new me. Oh, gosh. Do you believe in that? Um, no, because what, like, I'm not a werewolf, nothing happens at midnight. It's just another day. <laughs> Werewolves don't happen, nothing happens with them at midnight as well, does it, do they? No, it's a full moon, not really it's midnight. Okay. Yeah. I think you're thinking of um, Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, yeah, Cabbage Patch Kids and Poddington Peas. Not Cabbage Patch, pumpkin, Pumpkins? Pumpkins. Are you just thinking of Cinderella? Is this what having a kid's done? That's, Everything that's is a fairy tale. I, li- <laughs> <laughs> I literally couldn't think of the word Cinderella, and I went from Cabbage Patch Kid to Pumpkin, but we got there. I, I mean, vegetables. Yeah, Cinderella. Does that mean that you don't do New Year's resolutions, or do you, do you still do New Year's resolutions? I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do. A, I sound so overly grown up um i'll do like a general review of my goals and be like right okay let's see where i'm at i'll use it as a time to like reevaluate and to adjust but not to just be like i'm gonna start doing things i've never done before because if i didn't do them before then i'm not gonna use like a new day to start doing something just because it's january 1st right do you get what i mean i do i do get what you mean how about you? Does that mean you've Big actually time. got a huge list of resolutions? Big, well, mostly just one. Oh. Big time into New Year's resolutions, though. But 2021 is going to be the year that I finally become a chess, chess master. <laughs> Hang on, let me repeat that. 2021 is finally the year that I become a chess grand, a grand chess master. Chess grandmaster. Excellent. So step one of this New Year's resolution is probably to learn how to say chess grandmaster. That's the one. Excellent. So basically what I'm going to do is me and my mum, I'm going to travel the world. Uh, going to eventually overcome my uh, drinking problem and beat the kid from Love Actually. That's my New Year's resolutions. Guess that you've watched The Queen's Gambit. Don't know what you mean. Never heard oh, of it. Really? Nope. Oh, really? No? Never heard of it. Oh, really? No? Oh, okay. Are we also learning Russian? <laughs> I don't know. I've not finished it yet, so <laughs> I'll let you know. How many languages do you speak? Uh, two fluently, one kind of badly. So English and the Espanol fluently. Oh, I was Ariba. thinking German and Spanish fluently. English. I mean... <laughs> not so bueno. Well, no, because, right, you've got English. Spanish. English, Spanish. Mexican. Racism. Partial Portuguese. <laughs> Partial Portuguese. <laughs> now, the thing is, like, if I want to speak Portuguese, I just, like, kind of just, speak like... Speak Spanish dro- with an accent. With a droopy mouth. Is that how similar they are? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd Would say a Portuguese so. person agree? A por- so, this is a compliment now to the Portuguese people, whom I love, um... I would say that Portuguese people definitely understand Spanish people, but Spanish people are too lazy to understand Portuguese people. Okay, is that because of the amount of siestas you have? 1997 called and said they want the stereotypes back. You know that our friendship is based on casual racism. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You know that that is one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> That casual racism is one-sided. My man here is trying to trying to cancel me even before we've started. Is cancel culture still a thing? Yeah, because someone there've already been complaints about the uh, the London New Year's Eve fireworks of uh, the BBC and their leftist agenda trying to force politics down the throats of everyone. 
for some drones lighting up in Black Lives Matter fists and a tribute to the NHS. So welcome. The Karens are in force. Imagine having a problem with that, but not having a problem at the state of your country. Hey. So as it is the first ever show, <gasps> I decided to um, to get you a little gift. I feel really bad now. No, don't feel bad. It's fine. So have you heard of the website Cameo? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Just explain to everyone who doesn't know what Cameo is. Cameo is a platform where celebrities who no longer make money doing what they used to can get money by recording messages for people who pay them money. Said money a lot there. Money, 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 money. Ooh, money, money, money. Obviously, we've known each other for a long time. A long, long time. Who's your favourite celeb of all time? David Hasselhoff. Right, so I've not got you... (laughs) So I haven't got you the Hoff. I've probably got you the best thing after the Hoff. The thing is, we've known each other for so long and there have been so many random people who I have probably expressed love for in a random way that I don't know who this could be, but I am so intrigued. Do you want me to tell you or do you want to just play it for you? Yeah, to play it. Playing message. Hey, it's me, Cheryl Cole. I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a lovely time with your mum. Lots of love from me to you. Rochelle. Hope you have a great, 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 great year. Love your pet. What do you think of that? It's nice of her to take time out of her busy schedule to record that message, isn't it? So that was really special. So there you go. (laughs) Merry Christmas to you. You know that one of my dreams, I mean, not as big as as chess, but you know that one of my dreams is to one day become a uh, stand-up comedian. And so I've got some jokes for you, um, which I'd love for you to uh, tell me if they work or not. Is this another opportunity to me to work at my desire to be a life coach at some point in the future exactly so we're fulfilling two dreams here look at us so uh, just let me know when you're ready i i'm gonna say i was born ready but i'm not sure if i was so i went to the local video shop and said can i borrow batman forever he said no you've got to bring it back tomorrow Dated joke, dated joke. Yeah, no. Right, think okay. about it. Who's going to think about that? You've got all these different streaming services and you're going to some random shop in the middle of, like, where? Chorley? Frankfurt? Where are you now? Uh, Let's say Basingstoke. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>, still. Our <laughs> oh, Basingstoke oh. in the 21st century. The hub of Europe. Oh, I can't yeah. say Europe anymore with you guys, can I? Oh, this is sad. I can't say, like, Europe is one of those things that's been taken out of the dictionary for you. I mean, I'm pretty sure Europe is still in the dictionary because it is still a thing that continues to exist. We're just not, not for a part British of people. it. Not for no, British oh people. Gosh. How do you identify? Me? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, should, I, should I tell you my second joke? If you must. So I went to a shop the other day and I said, can anyone sell me a kettle? And the guy said to me, Kenwood. And I said, oh, where is he? Have you got a third one? My sister works for British Gas. Do you want to meet her? (laughs) (laughs) Why? The worst thing is, after, what, 10 years of friendship, you'd think that I was prepared for your jokes to be this bad, and every time I'm still surprised that you get worse. I think these are brilliant. And that's the issue. And that's where your delusion comes from. (laughs) You know what? I can only speak on this from my point of view. There might be people listening who think that you are great. Hi, Mum. Come on, hit me with your fourth one. So I went to the doctor the other day and he said, Oh, mate, you've got hypochondria. I said, Oh, no, that as well. 
Should we just get on with the show? I mean, that doesn't set us up well for the rest of the show, but okay, here we go. Should we say a prayer before we start? My actual life, right? Hi, guys. (laughs) Right, guys, um, like, to be quite honest and frank with you, the guest we have on is basically the reason that I wanted to start a podcast. Obviously, we're all very busy. Um, the current situation has not made it any easier for any of us. And so the reason that I really wanted to start a podcast was to basically be able to speak with my friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally had to start a podcast so that I could schedule time with my friends and make them speak to me with the attractive offer of perhaps maybe making you famous. And so this guy was literally at the top of our list when we decided to make this podcast, please welcome a husband, a father, a CEO, a burger lover, a raver, a behaver, a Yorkshire lad, a movie star, a private Instagrammer, a flip-flop wearer, and the founder of the Michael Underwood Appreciation Society. Please welcome on John Richardson. Yay! All right, guys. Large applause. How you doing, mate? Actually, before I ask you how you're doing, mate, movie star. Yeah. Are you on IMDb? Um, I'm not because I'm not credited in everything that I'm in, obviously. In everything that you're in? <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, I guess it's more aspirational. You wanted words to describe me that are about who I am. And just because I've not achieved it yet doesn't mean I'm not on that journey. So uh, Right, are these home movies? Uh, 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 are these movies uh, we shouldn't be asking about? Well, yes, um, probably, but they're not ones that I want to share yet. The world isn't ready. The world is not ready. Intriguing. This is really interesting, mate, because um, you're probably one of the only guests on our list who has had to endure fatherhood through COVID times. Yeah. And so we, we want to know everything. How how has it been? Well, I, the reality is, because I've been working, for me, it's been quite easy. Like, I've, <laughs> like my ability to be a father has not been limited or changed in any way. I still come downstairs after working and, you know, everything's chaotic because kids are like that at the end of the day and they're just happy to see me. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been all right. Um yeah, I, I don't have a lot to say about that, other than huh? fatherhood hasn't changed for me. It's exactly the same. The only thing that is different is that because our youngest was born in October last year, so, you know, 75% of her life has been in lockdown or one sort of another. So she doesn't really like people that she doesn't know because um, she's not used to experiencing faces she doesn't recognise. Gosh, is it just the two that you've got? Just the two. So they are... Three and one. Thankfully, like, I never wanted to see anyone before lockdown. And so, uh, for me, it's been mint, mate. Like, the only time Did that I ever make a Netflix... anyone before lockdown and now you've made a podcast <laughs> so you can speak to your friends because you felt isolated Literally. in your house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why is no one talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see anyone. Please be my friend regularly. Right, so on every show... We um, we do a little prize category where we invite the guest to bring in an item to impress Rochelle and I. We say invite, um, we demand. We, we literally do demand. Um, and once we judge uh, said item, we then score it out of five. And then the guest will go onto a leaderboard for a chance to win a brand new Toyota Prius or a £10 subway card. Which one of those interests you more, mate? I was going to say they're about equal in value um, for the economy. Um, so, uh, what economy? Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> probably a uh, subway voucher, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. What would be your order? Um, I don't know what it's called, but where you have like chicken, chicken. I think it's maybe a chicken bacon ranch. So like chicken, bacon, cheese, a bit of lettuce, loads of sweet corn, red onion, ranch sauce or something equivalent. 
toasted, obviously, because why go to Subway if you're not going to get toasted? You can make a sandwich at home. Um, Do you go for sliced cheese or grated cheese? This is a thing. Sliced. See, why? Who the heck goes for grated cheese? Because it melts better. Otherwise, you just have warm plastic slices in your sandwich. Yeah, that's what I want. Warm plastic slices. Yeah, it's like right, it's yes. like if you're making burgers at home, you have to get the slices that come in the plastic packet. Right, no. For a for a burger I would suggest people go for the square cheese squeeze because it gives you better coverage. But if it's in a sandwich, I'd go grated. And also you get a blend of cheeses. If there are any sociopaths out there who put grated cheese on their subway sandwich instead of the plastic stuff, please write in. And explain to us why you're the way that you are. Because they are superior and have just a highly evolved palate. Actually, if they had a highly evolved palate, they wouldn't be at Subway. But, you know. John, we asked you to bring in the biggest thing that you can fit in your pocket. So, what have you brought for us? (laughs) John is currently undressing. I had to fit it in a pocket. So I've brought you a gun. (laughs) Wow! Wow! Right. That is. Unfortunately, the gonger didn't fit in the pocket with it, so that's separate. So you can't judge this with the gong, and I won't hit it because it does make a weird. Sa- well, it makes a fine sound, but obviously, recording podcast, I'm not sure how that's going to work. I, I want. I want you to hit it. Go on. Right, didn't just tap it, literally whacked his gong. If you asked for a tap, um, I'd have given you a tap. The benefit of those who cannot see John, this gong is literally about twice the size of his head. In Actually, no, I'm going to go for two and a half times the size of his head in diameter. Like, this is actually quite a big gong. It's quite impressive. What pocket did this fit in? Um, the pocket in front of me if I was a kangaroo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, mate, this is for me uh, straight five, straight five points. I was not expecting that at all, and then the sound was just glorious. Absolutely, I love a gong. That's all I'm saying. Um, as I can't see the pocket, I'm questioning whether it fits in the pocket. I've also realised that I am the stricter marker because Adrian's just like fives, fives. Um, I'm going to give you a four point two five. All right. I'll take that. Oh, crap. I can't believe it. Oh, John, mate. Oh, what an idiot. You've done this again. What an absolute idiot. I even reminded you. What One are you doing? Right. I'm just going to have to tell you, mate. There's no... I'm just going to yeah, rip the plaster off. Sorry. John, mate, the world is ending in 24 hours. But you got 9.25 points for your gong. Are they tradable? Like, can I barter with them? Absolutely not. (laughs) Your points mean nothing here, mate. So where where do you find yourself when the world is ending? Probably sat right here. (laughs) Or or in bed. Um, I have quite a routine. So, um, yeah, that shocking news would probably leave me sat in this exact chair and then maybe going downstairs to be like, I've got some bad news. World's ending in 24 hours. I mean, at least you're already sat down. (laughs) Yeah, didn't need to be asked. That's positive. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, what I love about that scenario is that you think that you will be like the sole receiver of those news. (laughs) And you have to go and break it to everyone, like knocking on your neighbour's doors. Guys, <laughs> sad news, I'm afraid. <laughs> the irony of it all is that literally earlier this year, we had a family chat, like Facebook Messenger chat. I know it's always WhatsApp in it, but weirdly, Maddie's side was on Facebook. And Maddie used to kick off so much about certain individuals in the family that would just send screenshots of BBC News to the group. <laughs> like, we all have the news. Like, send us pictures of your kids or something. We don't need to know everything that Boris Johnson says. We can we can get that ourselves. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be the annoying one that's like, guys, the world's ending and everyone would be like, 
we've got BBC News, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, mate, we know. <laughs> it's like every channel showing it, but you're the person who needed to tell us. <laughs> Goodness me. Yeah, flipping heck. <sighs> one. Like, do you fear death? Like, it's a weird one, isn't it? Nice uplifting chat. Well, I was thinking about this the other day, and um, before you even invited me on this podcast, I had the conversation with somebody where I said, I'm not actually scared of dying at all. Like, the process of being, the the prospect of being dead, I have zero fear of. I am a bit scared of dying in a way that hurts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, if if you were like, oh, John, if you had to die tomorrow, like, that doesn't scare me at all. I'd be like, oh, how's it going to happen? Because I might have some concerns then. <laughs> like, if I'm going to gradually bleed out because of an injury, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how up for that I am. Or if I'm going to get a painful illness, like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not looking forward to that. But, you know, I try and live my life in a way where, do you know, if I die, at least I'm dead and I don't have to, like, deal with the pain of still being alive. <laughs> the pain yeah. of still being alive. Amen. Um, so I think the important question, or the most important question, the question that everyone wants the answer to is, how does the world actually end? Oh, so I have a few theories about this. Um, one is that if it is a zombie apocalypse, it probably started in Doncaster. <laughs> South Yorkshire's <laughs> finest. Um, yeah. And and like, don't be mad at me if you're from Doncaster because my family is partly from Doncaster. But have you ever been and had a good experience there? I have been on a train that kicked me off in Doncaster and then just had to wait in the cold and wet. So I've not had any great experiences in Doncaster, I will say that. The reality is, is let's be honest, if it's going to end in 24 hours, that's quicker than a zombie apocalypse, isn't it? So <laughs> it's probably some sort of nuclear war or like that film 2012, but faster because of the environment. I don't know. One of those two things would be my my suggestion. That'd be my immediate like go-to thought for... If I just had the news, the world's ending in 24 hours, but I didn't know why, I'd be like, oh, chuffing environment, innit? Something like that. If you had to pick one? Uh, uh, like the one that I'd enjoy the most? Or what criteria <laughs> am I picking this up? Which way would you like to die? Um, probably, uh, probably the environment, because at least then there's some like poetic justice there. I'm intrigued. What's going to go wrong with the environment that's going to start in Doncaster? Well, have you ever seen the sun in Doncaster? I haven't. Like, the the clouds will finally part, but there's no ozone over Doncaster anymore. And so the sun just starts burning into the earth. So Doncaster's the first place to go. Yeah. Which gives me probably less than 24 hours, seeing as I live in <laughs> Um, so you mentioned 2012. Um, who who would you prefer to uh, to come and save your life, Bruce Willis or John Cusack? Um, Bruce Willis, it's got to be on it. What if John Cusack came up to you with like a massive stereo over his head, playing a banging tune? Well, what tune? Be more specific. <laughs> well, what's the tune that he plays in that in that film that he does? <laughs> the specificities. Uh glowing today aren't they what's that song that the players in that film that he does i don't know i don't even know what the film's called i still think i still think bruce willis the fact that yeah i i just bruce willis off of any of the films he's in like bruce willis from uh sixth sense he's really kind to that little boy who's dead bruce willis from unbreakable he's well hard <laughs> he's gonna break him bruce willis from die hard same exactly the same answer um, so yeah, it's got to be Bruce Willis. What about Bruce Willis from Over the Hedge? <laughs> Who is he in Over the Hedge? He's the raccoon. Is he? Would you like a raccoon Bruce Willis to come and save your life? I'd probably oh, prefer gosh. Unbreakable Bruce Willis than a raccoon Bruce Willis, but if my <laughs> life is saved, then I'm all right, I'm all good. So obviously we've uh, you've got 24 hours, but we're going to steal you away for a few minutes because obviously you've got a, a massive following, a big fan base. 
Um, and people want to know the truth to what makes John Richardson. Um, and so the first question that people want to know is, uh, what is the last album that you would listen to? Thinking of the answer to this question has been a bit of a journey. I've um, I've got a few kind of honourable mentions that kind of played through my mind. Um, the first the first album that came to mind is uh, Until Now by Swedish House Mafia. And the reason for that one is that, like, beginning to end, all bangers, like, all the way through, top album. And it feels like one song. Like, you press play... And as it goes through, just seamless, beautiful. But the reality is, is there's only like two songs on there that I even know the name of. So I, I don't think that can be my choice. The other one that crossed my mind isn't even an album, but it's the Tomorrowland 2012 retro video, which again is just all bangers. So I'll send you the link on YouTube. It's amazing. Honestly, you'll thank me. And then, you know, whoever, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not by the Arctic Monkeys. Great start, great end. A bit weak in the middle, if I'm honest. And so I didn't want to waste like my last listening on that song, that album, which means that the the album I picked is "Wait for Me" by the Pigeon Detectives. Wait for me by the Pigeon Detectives. I'm not even mad, mate. That is an absolutely cracking album. Yeah, every song is a banger. Every song yeah. is good. And guess what? If it's the last day on earth, you don't want any of your listening time to be like, eh, could I skip this yeah, one? Yeah, you don't want to be skipping. No, you don't want to be skipping. You know what? I've never listened to the album. Couldn't tell you a single <gasps> song that's on it. Ironically, what? neither could I in terms of names. But I, just, <laughs> but I could sing. Wait, wait. Swedish House Mafia, it's great. Banger after banger. I know two names. I only know two names of the songs on it. This one. Banger, it's banger after banger. Can't tell you any of them. I'm surprised you've not gone for Swedish House Mafia here, mate. Something doesn't map, doesn't work. But one of them's like dancey and trancey and like there's not always words to the songs. Whereas Wait For Me, I could sing you all of the songs. Right. Maybe maybe not like off the bat now, but if I'm listening to it, I can join in and yeah, right, like buzzing. Absolutely well happy with that. I'm going to be honest. I've just opened up Spotify and gone on to Pigeon Detectives. And as yeah, as you I've tell me the, the song. Cover, a pipe down. As soon as I've seen the album. Tell cover, me the song and I'll sing it for you. Right, I'm going to go for one that I I bet you there's like not... It's an album track. There's not a song on that album that John and I cannot sing. I completely right. would back that. Can't control myself. Uh, now I do. Uh, no, no, you're I, wrong. You've gone wrong straight away. I can't control myself. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. See, that's what I'm saying. All the songs sound the same. <laughs> so I just went with another one. Next one. Oh, gosh. Stop and go. Stop and go. Stop and go. Oh, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, the songs are like proper. I love a song that you can sing like a football hooligan. Yes. Yes. Like your kids just go. If anyone listening to this could see what I can see, John's taking his shirt off. John's shirt is off. It's going round and round in circles. He's revealed his LUFC tattoo on his belly. It's it's beautiful. Mate, honestly, I'm ex- I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very, very surprised. Mostly because of your the, the three answers before. <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting to end on the Pigeon Detectives, but I like it. I'll accept it because I have no minimal things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't know enough to be able to challenge it, is what I'm going to say. I guess... It- after my response to your last answer, it might be me. Um, who would you go and give a piece of your mind to? So this one's quite a hard question because I feel like I'm generally pretty good at sharing how I feel with people. I haven't got any like amazing story here. So I've, again, I've got like a few options. Um, but I'm going to start with the best one and the one that 
was the first thing that came to mind when I thought of the question. And it makes me rage every time this happens. But it's Karen Brady, right? So Karen Brady is who I want to go and rage at and give a piece of my mind. Because negotiation is pronounced negotiation, not negotiation. It's negotiation, right? <laughs> this isn't one of those words like scone or scone where there's a general debate. It's negotiation. That is the word. Wow. So other people on the list are Deborah Meaden, who also is a culprit of this, any BBC newscaster and Rishi Sunak. All of them <laughs> saying negotiation and I hate it. It absolutely makes me rage. So they, they were kind of my top picks. But Karen Brady is the one that really gets my go. And I think it's because I like her in a lot of other things that she does. At least you've not wasted the opportunity, eh, mate? <laughs> you could have literally said anything to anyone. <laughs> You're going to take it up with people who pronounce negotiation wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, what At else could I hope to achieve? It. Like, surely, giving I someone a piece of my mind this. is about getting it off my chest. And when I think about burdens that I feel, that is one that is on me. John, mate, what would your, um, what would your last meal be on Earth? This came straight to mind, like not even a question. But I've added some legs to it just because Ooh. it's your last meal, isn't it, right? Like it's not just your last item of food. So um, a Bleecker Street burger would be the like main item. By your faces, you've never heard of Bleecker Street burger, which concerns me. You need to sort your lives out. Um, they are the best burgers in the world. So obviously I love burgers, so I can talk about burgers all day. But you've got different types of burgers, right? You've got your gourmet burgers, you've got your fast food burgers, you've got all sorts of different types. Bleaker, the thing that makes Bleaker the best is that just every ingredient is so good. So like their standard bacon double cheeseburger, the bread is so soft. You know when you have a burger and the bread's just too much bread? You can't, like, you can't enjoy the good bits because the bread. The bread is there, like you know it's there, but it's just soft and it melts in your mouth. John is currently describing this burger with his eyes closed. Like, this feels like an experience I am, like, I shouldn't be here for. And and weirdly, his shirt is still off. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Um, I just want that burger. Um, so, yeah, that that's like the centrepiece of the meal. Um, <laughs> they're mocking my facial expressions. John is sat here cupping his face like a small child who has just seen his mum with, like, a bag of sweets. Just like, mum! <laughs> like, just seen Santa. Yeah, that that is how I feel when I go to this place. Where is this? Bleecker Street? We've got, like, four locations across London. The one that I typically will go to is Victoria Station. You just come out of Victoria Station. It's opposite the Shake Shack, and it's right there. Now, the problem with Bleecker is that the fries are average. So... <laughs> I would, get, ah. I would get my fries elsewhere. Rookie. That's really ruined it for me. No, 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 they're not bad. They're just average. What's good about them is you can get a mix of sweet potato and normal, like, in one box. But they're just average. But they're good, they're good enough. Like, I would have them, but not for my last meal, right? Like, I'm not sad when I have them, but I'm never going to eat again. Like, right. that changes the criteria, right? You can't have... Average fries, you've got to have the best fries. So if McDonald fries were a five and Burger King fries were a six, where do these fries fall? Like a four. What? Wow. Worse than McDonald fries? Yeah, I'd, I'd have McDonald's fries over these fries. No. Okay, this place has gone down. In my... Step one, no. There's not even a step two. Just don't get the fries. Just get the burger. We asked for your last meal. I'm not just having a burger. Yeah, that's why I'm getting different fries. So you're fine. Just forget about those fries. But you've got to now. So you've got to go to Bleecker Street, get your burger and manage to get to this other place and get served so you can have them together. So now I'm now risking a cold Bleecker Street burger. No, you eat the burger and then you pause your meal and go and finish it somewhere else. Get off. No way. This is my last meal. Come Error. on, guys. Error. Who yeah, but you're that? not having it as a meal. You're having it as like a tasting menu at a random restaurant that's making you jog around London. Fine. Forget everything else on my menu. I'm just having that burger and I'm happy. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'll have two. 
I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go to Bleecker Street. I'm gonna have a burger, and then I'm gonna run across to McDonald's. I'm gonna have my fries, and then I'm gonna run across to Tesco and just pour ketchup into my mouth and just splosh it all in there. Then I'll go to the Thames and just fill up a cup of water. Have, you know bring everything down and then I'll run across town and end up somewhere else, maybe a pret a manger and have some dessert. I love that John's just nodding along like, yeah, you've seen my list. Who eats like that? <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued. What was the rest of your substandard menu then? Come on. Um, the fries from Honest Burger, the rosemary salt fries with their gravy, which is amazing. If you've never had it, sort yourself out. Any cauliflower cheese, any Yorkshire puddings, just as part oh, wow. of that meal. Sorry, so Yorkshire you have puddings no... with burger. You have no standards when it comes to cauliflower cheese. Anyone, I'll say anyone who knows me, but I'll know that I'm going to be challenged on this because I haven't made it for everyone. People who live with me will know that I'm picky about cauliflower cheese and I make a very good one. So the fact you're saying any cauliflower cheese, I find offensive. Well, obviously not any, but like... It... You said any. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> not any. Fine. Made by my mum. <laughs> or you. I'd be happy with yours. Even though I've never tried it, I'd trust you. I'd take yours. That's what I mean by any. Like, <laughs> obviously not from that one place I went in Cornwall for a <laughs> carvery, because that was minging. But, like, any appropriate standard cauliflower cheese. Right, yeah. So you finish your fries, you take a train back up to York to get your mum's <laughs> cauliflower cheese down, yeah? And how are you finishing it all off? Um, Pish food. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It's not even the best Ben and Jerry's flavour. What is this? Any supermarket in particular that you want to buy it from? If you say Tesco Extra, I'm leaving. Um, Not Tesco Extra, obviously, just Tesco. Normal Tesco. Right, so fish food is your favourite Ben and Jerry's flavour? Yeah, yeah. Wrong choice. Adrian, what's yours? Have you had the Netflix and chilled? Yes, it's in the freezer right now. It's amazing. Oh, mate, it's beautiful. This is why we're friends. So it's basically like cookie dough, right? But then it's also got salted caramel and chunks of pretzel. Um, so it's it's not cookie dough, it's peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter, that's what I meant. <laughs> hang on, 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 hang on. You're criticising me for my trip around the UK for my last meal... And you don't even know the difference between peanut butter and cookie dough. I just forgot. So, thank you very much for describing your uh, your mess of a last meal. Um, yeah, I'm slightly offended <laughs> by it, in all fairness. One, the thing that scares me the most, I don't know if you feel the same, maybe I'm just a bit picky, but I have a thing with eating at train stations. <laughs> Does any... Does anybody else feel that? Or like restaurants at train stations because of... The restaurant is at the train station. It's next to the train station. There is a difference. Oh, okay. But I do want to hear about your thing because that might be an issue I share. Well, even if the restaurant is next to the train station, your meal's still a complete atrocity. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just think it's a bit dirty, isn't it? Like train yes. stations are usually packed with people you know there's just people everywhere and then obviously the shop fronts like if you have like a subway there or you have like a greggs or something usually they're like open aren't they open air greggs open air subway it's just a bit grotty isn't it like i agree with this because no respectable chef shout out gino de campo is going to put their restaurant in a train station like it's not a dining destination is it it's just like oh you're gonna need food you might be hungry here's a restaurant they just don't care and i don't think even if you've got a chain you're gonna put your best chefs in a train station yeah i agree you like nobody thinks oh where should we go for food oh i know there's a train, train station, station. <laughs> victoria station london station is just the way to get to bleaker it's not right. like oh, where should I go? Victoria Station. It's, oh, I need to go through Victoria Station to get to the restaurant I want to eat at. John, what what landmark would you go and see either for the first time or one last time? Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of places I'd like to visit, but nowhere that's particularly burning that's like a landmark that I'd love to see. I thought you said Burnley then. <laughs> 
also I was like there's, environmental <laughs> disaster it might be burning now there's there's loads of places that I really want to see but none that compare to Burnley <laughs> I don't think I've ever even been to Burnley I've maybe driven past it but is this I've where you're going to Burnley. say you want to go is this it is it going to be Turf Moor? <laughs> Turf Moor. I went, <laughs> let me tell you, mate. I went to Burnley the day of your stag do. So I finished work, drove to Burnley because my family was there. And this was like literally the, the day of your stag do. I went to get some chips because I was really hungry and I didn't know if I was going to eat before dinner that night. And literally, I walked out of the chippy and some guy slapped the chips out of my hand and said, what, are you starting then? (laughs) And that was the day that I said, I am never, ever going back to Burnley ever again. Sorry, anyway, um, what landmark, mate? Um, I think it's got to be Sydney Harbour. Just the vibes there are lush, aren't they? So even if the world is burning, and I know in 24 hours it'll be gone, you're still going to be quite chilled there. Like... I love being in front of the water. Yeah, it's just a, an awesome place. Um, is this a second visit or a visit for the first time? Uh, it would be a third visit. So I've been oh, a few times. Wow, so it's you really Look do like it. International travel. Yeah. Well, Hello. like Maddie's got family out there, and I've done work out there before. So um, yeah, definitely, like, would be somewhere I'd go again. What is your biggest regret? Well, so I asked. I asked Maddie, like for help on this one because as I said earlier like I'm not obviously there are things I still want to do in my life but like I'm not scared of dying because I try and live in a way that like I genuinely don't care and I remember having a conversation with someone a few years ago and saying like I was disappointed with some things that had happened nothing big that I would even consider a regret but they were like you live and make the choices you make at the time you make them because that's who you are isn't it and you can't look back and feel bad about it because you just lived according to who you were then so I try and live like that all the time which would make it sound like I do some really cool and epic things I definitely don't but like I just live and die by my choices so the things I've got like on that list I've tried to think about things that I do care about and things that I would want to do more of or less of or whatever and I definitely like like, wish I'd been to see Leeds United more. I know that sounds ridiculous, but as somebody that's so far down the list of people that will get in if there's, like, 2,000 fans allowed and now that we're in the Premier League and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm probably not going to get that opportunity for a long time. So that's one thing that I thought of. Um, and so what it, what it actually comes down to is, like, when I got married, I went from living in York and playing football on a Monday night, going swimming on a Tuesday night, playing hockey on a Wednesday night, Going swimming on a Thursday night, play like doing something mental on a weekend, like climbing a mountain or playing football or something, to like being married and sitting at a desk all day every day and like going out for dinner on an evening. I'd probably exercise more when I first got married, because as you get older that gets harder to like change your lifestyle. So that's probably the the biggest regret. Which I've got to be honest, if that's my biggest regret, I think I'm doing alright. But um yeah, I, I like when I asked Maddie, she was like, do you regret that you didn't marry me earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, maybe, yeah, that, that can be it. But yeah, I think, I think that's probably the one I'm going to go for. Um, but yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't feel like I have a lot of regrets. Like, obviously, there's little things that you always think, oh, yeah, maybe I'd do that differently or whatever. But yeah, I feel like I just don't care. What a way to round it up. I feel like I just don't care. I've done what I've done. And if I'm happy with my most recent choice, then I'm doing all right. So if you had to have, if you had 24 hours left, but you had to relive a day you've already had, what day would you pick? Adrian, you can go first. I feel like I always go first on guest questions. This is going to sound really cheesy, but like genuinely the first day that came to my head and I'll just go with it is the day that my son was born. And, like, the reason that I would go back to it is because I feel like my pregnant wife, who was about to give birth, was way more chilled out than I was. (laughs) (laughs) And so I feel like I would go back knowing, obviously, what I know now and just kind of, like, 
be more in the moment rather than just freaking out at every little thing, every little sound, every little whatever. Because um, obviously, like, like it was just obviously the most amazing day of your life mixed with the most terrifying day of your life as well. That's really cute. It is. And you took a very different view to the question I did because you're, like, going to do it differently and just enjoy it more rather than, like, that was the best day. It's like, how can you enjoy it more? I like that. Yeah. This is a bit of a morbid one. Um, I would go back to... <laughs> no surprises there, to be fair. You're going to regret saying that. Um, I would go back <clears throat> to um, the day after I um, came off working on a camp. Um, I had, like, I think two days before I went on to like the third part and my intention was to go and see my granddad but I was like really tired and I was like oh it's fine I can see him at the end of the program in a week um and unfortunately he passed away so I think on that day I'd have just followed through and actually gone and seen him because like he was my best mate um and like I had a little present for him because I'd been on holiday the week before I'd gone on camp and just like have one proper like last memory because I can't remember the last time that I like was with him but like I've got tons of good memories but I think that's the one thing rather than me just being like I'm really tired I'll see him in a week just actually going to his house um is probably what I would have done oh is this your uh, famous granddad <laughs> so neither of my granddads were famous it's whoa, the great whoa, 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 whoa. it's the great uncle it's the great uncle who had two grammys um uh... and the great uncle yeah, actually mate. passed away this year from COVID. But there's really? a, yeah, so there's a there's a petition currently going on to get him in the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But yeah, passed away due to due to COVID. So it's I think it it's safe to say, mate, that you've been an absolutely amazing guest and uh we're gonna really test your metal now by uh throwing some quick fire questions at you. Right. Would you rather have a meal with every single member of your extended family or have a cinema all to yourself? Uh, wow. <laughs> he was going to say it. He was going to say it. He was going to say it. <laughs> Go on, tell the truth. Um, a cinema all to myself. Yay! <laughs> it's all right. Now the extended the family is... aren't listening. <laughs> The, the next question is interesting because we actually share some of these. Um, and so, would you rather spend the day working in retail on Christmas Eve or go into a theme park with all your exes? <laughs> um, oh, Christmas Eve. I can sack off Christmas Eve. <laughs> seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my days. Oh, wow. Okay. Would you rather turn into a zombie or watch all of your family turn into zombies? Oh, turn into a zombie, 100%. Would you rather be stranded on an island alone or in a city full of people? I, I, stranded in a city full of people or just be in a city full of people? You're in a city full of people. But you know none of them. C city full of people. A city okay. full of people. Okay. Would you rather know how the world ends or when it's going to end? Um, when? Um, would you rather go on a looting frenzy or just stay at home and have a really chill day? <laughs> Is this in the last 24 hours before it ends or in general? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not, not right now, as soon as you hang up. Um, Kids, get in the car. We're going to Curry's. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, get the knives. I'd, I'd probably try and have a chill last day. All right. That's cool. Fair enough. Would you rather be trapped in a shopping centre or a water park? Is this again in the last 24 hours or... Yeah, mate! Yeah, yeah, water park, still. Are you aware of what the podcast is about? <laughs> I know that we're almost finished. Just generally. I feel like this is a good time to ask, do you know what, what podcast you're on? <laughs> Would you rather have to deal with zombies or deal with a society where it's everyone for themselves? Um, uh, zombies. Zombies. 
would you try and just focus on having a really good day or would you try and stop the apocalypse? I would love to say that I'd try and stop it, but yeah, I have no idea what I'd do. So I'd probably just focus on having a chill day. And last but not least, would you rather watch your own life back or watch three unreleased Marvel films? Ooh. Um, cheesy as it sounds, if I watch my own life back, I can prove that Maddie kissed me first. Um, so I've got to take that because that win would be too good to pass up. And so the little side question with this is, would it be a 90-minute comedy uh, a two-hour thriller or a three-hour blockbuster? Um, oh, <laughs> it would probably be a 90-minute comedy. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be a 90-minute comedy. We've got to say thank you to our amazing guest. You've been delightful in every single way. You've been everything we hoped for. And more. Nah, just just everything we hoped for. Like, just right on the dot, I would say. (laughs) Um, At this moment in time, is there anything that you would like to plug? Not really. If you want a sales job, let me know. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) Go to Bleecker. But not the one in the train station. Yeah, no, go to Old Spitalfields. Um, What about your private Instagram? How private do you want it to be? Well... It's the age-old debate, because I post photos of my kids. My wife won't Ooh. let me be public, so... Keep that private. Private. But you can follow my company, exp Ooh. underscore recruitment, on Instagram, or LinkedIn if you want to go super profesh. So yeah, that's about it. We, we're doing some cool things, um, if you're into that kind of thing. So yeah, tech sales, all that kind of stuff is what we hang out in. So if you are after a job in sales... EXP underscore recruitment. John's your man. And he'll tell you a joke or two. He's a funny guy. Maybe take you for burgers as well. Thanks a lot, John. Mate, you've been great. Thanks so much for coming on. Bye. Bye. Please don't forget to subscribe. Give us a lovely review and a five-star rating. If you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.